0: The world's most advanced color correction tool for Mac just got more powerful, DaVinci Resolve from Blackmagic Design. With XML import, export, multi-layered timelines, curve grading, noise reduction, stabilization, 3D alignment, OpenCL, and more. DaVinci Resolve is available for $995. Current users can download the updates for free. And try DaVinci Resolve Lite, a reduced featured version that's still packed with power visit www.blackmagicdesign.com. What, in addition to the right equipment, does it take for the job of film editing? Welcome to The Cutting Room. I'm your host, Gordon Burkell, and this episode we're going to be interviewing Zach Arnold. And Zach Arnold, you might know him from Burn Notice, the show Glee... Uh, he's currently working on Empire and he also has Fitness in Post, which is a post website that helps post production professionals get in shape or work together to get in shape. And it's something that uh, a lot of people in posts found that they needed. And he's been helping by putting out podcasts, blogs and just helping build this community around fitness. So this episode, we're going to focus on his Fitness and Post and then next episode, we'll focus on Burn Notice and Glee. So here's my interview with Zach Arnold. Tell me about Fitness and Post. Like, how did this right. get started?
1: Yeah, so fitness in post is kind of this this crazy wacky idea that I had. I guess the idea for it came back in February or March of this year. I've always had a passion, like for the last ten years. Well, for most of my life, I've had passion for with different types of athletics. I've been involved in martial arts and yoga, and played football and baseball in high school. Just always been into you know active things. And once I became an editor, I noticed that I just really started to. Just my health was deteriorating really, really quickly when I was in my mid-20s, and I got to the point of, you know, literally suicidal depression, and I'm, there, I mean, I'm, I'm not giving away any new information at this point. I've been fairly open about my health history on the website, but I got to the point of not even being able to function and wake up in the morning and, you know, couldn't, couldn't really work. Um, And I realized that if I was feeling this way in my mid-20s, how was I gonna feel in my mid-50s if I kept going the direction that I was? So I said to myself, I need to start combining my two passions. If I'm gonna survive in the post-production industry, then I need to find a way to take care of myself. So I just started doing all this experimentation and trying different things over the course of the next seven to eight to ten years from everything like using balance ball chairs to sit on instead of desk chairs and eventually standing and trying juicers and protein powders and different exercise programs and just doing all these different things and i had way more failures than i had successes but then about nine months ago i started to notice that everything was really clicking and it was really starting to work, and I had a lot of energy, and I felt good, even though I was working crazy amounts of hours at work. And I had people that were asking me, well, how are you doing it, and can you give me some tips? And I know you're kind of the, you know, the, the fitness guy, and you know, tell me about your standing desk. And I said, well, hey, maybe I should just write like a blog, this small resource to go to so I can answer their questions better. And I started putting this blog together because I had always said that I wanted to write a blog but everybody had covered everything. You have all these great resources online, you being one of the best ones where anybody in post-production needs to know what's going on. They go to your site or they go to these other people that are blogging about specific technologies and I'm like I've got nothing new. But then it clicked. There's no place that I've been able to go as an editor to learn about how to stay healthy in our industry. I mean the, the best place that existed before was Google and Google's kind of big so I was spending years and years doing all this experimentation and I said what if I just built this blog and I had built the first version of it and I took it to Lassie Pug, the Los Angeles Creative Pro User Group at the end of May and I had this vision of going up there with my blog and everybody kind of laughing me off stage saying that I was crazy saying that it was that Fitness supposed is an oxymoron and you know it doesn't exist and I went up and I started talking about this and people loved the idea and they were saying how much they wish that something like this existed for something that had happened to them in the past or this experience or where has this been and you know, it's about time we have that. And I said to myself, wait a second. This isn't just a hobby. This is like this is a real need in our industry, and I decided to start taking it seriously rather than it just being an easy way for me to answer questions for friends. And I took it seriously, and I spent the entire summer working on it full time, either spending time rebuilding the website because the site that's up now is completely different than the blog site I had built back in May. Um, now it's it's more about group and it's about community and it's less about just my advice. Because I really felt that the way that the reaction that I was getting to it and the way that it was helping the people that I was working with directly, it's something that our entire industry needed as a resource. And I would always joke and say, like, well, I want to be the creative cow of fitness or the Larry Jordan of fitness in our industry. Because these are places that you go where if you want to learn Premiere or Final Cut 10 or you have an interlacing footage problem, like, Everyone in our industry knows where to go for that stuff. It's just a given. But if you say, I feel like crap and I want to be healthier as an editor or assistant or visual effects artist, where the heck do I go? and I wanted a place for people to be able to do that, so that's where it all started, and that's what I'm still trying to do. I don't feel that I've even nearly succeeded yet, but I feel that I've got a good start and some good momentum in building this resource so everybody has it in our industry.
0: Now, I want to step back to something you said earlier, just from like talking to friends who've struggled with like weight gain or depression or anything like that. One of the biggest challenges for them has been just starting, because it's sort of that first step is the hardest one. So what would your your sort of suggestion be for people in post or people just trying to get in into fitness more?
1: There's no question that that's something I focus on really heavily because if you're dealing with people that already have a basis of fitness and they just want to get healthier it's a lot easier to get going because you already know what it feels like to be healthy and you have the momentum built up and there's not that that inertia built up where you need to get started and it's really hard so I kept that in mind and I didn't design this for people that had my background in fitness I designed it for people that have almost no background in fitness or haven't had any form of fitness for maybe a decade or more. So that's the way that the five steps of the program are designed. You just go to fitnessandpost.com program and there are five steps and the key to all of this is baby steps because like you said that first step is always the hardest. So what I recommend for people is that they go through those five steps, the first one being that you just need to set a goal. Because if you wake up one morning and say, well, I'm really unhealthy and I want to get healthier and then you just buy a bunch of programs and supplements and, you know, jump in head first, the all or nothing approach, you're going to fail. And I know that from experience because I failed several times and all the research about starting new diet and exercise programs shows that that approach just always fails, which is why there are so many great all or nothing diet programs because people continue to fail so they continue to buy more. That's why it's such a giant industry right now. probably why I'm not making a lot of money because
0: I'm giving people something that's easy that actually works. Well, it always seems that way. It always seems like it's like, uh, here's this perfect diet it's the dream, you know. You don't have to do anything, and then, but every person I know who's into fitness or eating well, it's work. It's like oh well, yeah,
1: it, it's a full time job. I mean, it, it's I'm not saying it's a full time job running fitness and post. I'm saying it's a full time job for me to stay healthy in this industry. It requires extra work, but the payoff is so worth it. You get so much back from it that you're actually getting more time to work, more energy to do more things because you feel better. You know, so it's really all about those those baby steps. And the first one is you just have to set a goal and know what it is that you want to do. Second step that I have, and I won't go through these in great detail because you know everybody's got the web, but I'm a big fan of quantifying activity. And I found that that's the first step that's really gotten a lot of people moving is getting something like a Fitbit because they hook it up, they put it on their belt clip, or they put it on their wrist, and all of a sudden they have a quantified number saying, This is how my how much activity you get or, you know, that you don't get. And that's always the first step where people will say, wow, I thought that I wasn't doing so bad but I bought a Fitbit and I walked 1,700 steps today. That's not so good, right? So that's that first step for them where they start to move a little bit more each day and they're not sweating like crazy and they're not doing a 60-minute workout. They're not completely transforming their diet yet, but they take one small step. They feel that motivation. They feel that sense of, oh, wow, this is kind of interesting. And that's, that's what gets the tiny little snowball rolling down the mountain. And that momentum just starts to pick up more and more and more, and that's what's really making the difference, people. The difference for people is just taking those really small steps, which is actually the third step of the program, which is about making small changes. So, in post production, we're all very sedentary. We all know the research at this point saying that sitting all day is really, really, really bad for us. So, I just try to find ways for people in our industry to just get more daily activity without having to set aside any time for exercise or set aside time to drive to the gym. And I'm actually not a big fan of going to the gym and having a gym membership anyway, because in our industry, it's hard enough just to find 15 minutes to set aside, much less driving somewhere, you know, unpacking your stuff, changing your clothes, going to the locker room, coming back in. Like it's just, it's impossible with our schedules. I tried it for a couple of years and I just, I couldn't maintain it. But yeah, that that would be where I would suggest people start. Is just look at the first three steps. The last two are a little bit more involved. Once you've once you've moved yourself past that first step but that would be my my first recommendation and there there are also other things just about the psychology of habits and being able to like break through the the habits that we form and creating new habits but
0: well it's a, a lot of it is it's habit right like we've been raised in it or the sort of cultural sort of push towards it of you know simplicity is just going to mcdonald's and buying a burger yeah absolutely to it yourself
1: yeah and it, it most of its habits some of it is actually you know pure chemical addiction And that's something that people don't really understand that much or even want to believe because people will laugh and say oh well you know I'm, I'm addicted to sugar or I'm addicted ju- to junk food or whatever and they just kind of laugh it off but they don't realize that food addiction is actually a very very real thing and that's part of the reason why it's so hard to switch over to a new diet program is our addiction to specific foods. So that is another thing that I try to address and try to help people with is getting past just the actual mental addiction barriers that we have where it's a lot more than just oh I just don't have the willpower. Willpower is is actually a very small part of it
0: now you you mentioned the fitbit how is technology playing a role in in this for you? I don't get in too involved in the technology because I still try to
1: keep it bare bones. But the two things that I always make sure that I have are a Fitbit and a heart rate monitor. And it sounds like those two things are going to become one in a couple of months. So I'm really looking forward to early 2015 because Fitbit is going to have a wristband that also functions as a continuous heart rate monitor. Um, but for now, I have, uh, they're two separate things. And the idea is that I know all of the, the general activity that I have 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because I always have the Fitbit on. So it will tell me how many steps I've walked, what my distance is, how many active minutes I have. It'll do an estimate of my calorie burn. And then any time that I am actually active, and kind of the what I tell my challenge group members is that if you're if you're going to be breathing heavy or you're going to be sweating, wear a heart rate monitor so you can calculate your actual calorie burn. And that tells me everything about my energy for the entire day 24-7. Other than that, I don't quantify it with a lot. I mean, there's literally there is an explosion right now of technology that quantifies your activity and that you know tells you whether or not you're slouching there are new devices that are coming out there's like one that's called the the pavlock that literally will give you an electrical shock to help (laughs) you not you know continue bad habits so you can say well every time i reach for a bagel i want you to shock me right so there there's just this gigantic explosion of technology just the way there's this huge explosion of ios apps and you know billions of you know these little tiny apps that are coming out it's happening in fitness too but i try to keep it as simple as possible by just having a step tracking monitor and a heart rate tracking monitor and that pretty much covers the gamut of the important activity
0: and how's the community like how are you building this community because you' you've mentioned it a few times and, and and how does that play a role in people getting healthier
1: well I actually feel it, it's not playing a role I feel like it is the key to making this work that was kind of the impetus for this in the beginning because I was actually out hiking by myself and I said well wouldn't it be fun if I got you know a bunch of editors to go out and go hiking together Pfft, yeah like that's everything going to happen, right? But that was the very, that was the first seed that I ever planted in my brain about making this a community activity. And the accountability is really the difference between people being able to do it and not do it. So what I do with these different challenge groups is that I have a group of people that get together. They all have their, their activity trackers. And then we all have a group on Facebook. And what we do is we're just kind of sharing our goals, sharing our daily challenges. People like, for example, I had one of the guys in my group Today, posting saying, Yeah, I was doing really well for about six weeks. And this week, I just don't even have the energy to go take a walk. And I'm just eating a bunch of food. And I feel like I really backtracked. What he has is a group of people that are all fighting the same struggle that he is in our industry. They can say, Oh, it's all right. I went through that two weeks ago. And this is how I got through it. Or I can give my advice. Or it's the difference between failure and not failure. Because everybody goes into this process and stumbles. And that includes me. I stumble all the time. Um, where I'll just have a a week where I'm really busy or it'll be my birthday and I'll eat poorly and like that'll kind of have a domino effect for a few days. But having the group and the accountability is what keeps people in this and makes it fun. And the reason that I feel like this is unique and different is because there are not, there aren't a lot of people that understand what the work conditions are like and what our daily lives are like in post-production. So if you were to, like for me, and I went through this personally as well, where I would try to seek out these online fitness groups, because there are all kinds of places you go can go now and find workout buddies and online virtual workout buddies and all this stuff, but you're competing against people that get home at 5 or 5.30 in the afternoon. And, you know, I would say, well, I got home at 930, like, oh, my God, it must have been such a horrible day. I'm like, no, that's pretty much a normal day for me. Like, I work from, you know, 930 to 10 or whatever it is, and I just don't have a ton of time to work out. And people don't get that. But in our industry, we all live that way. So what I wanted was... to to have this central community where everybody could come and we could all say I totally get what you're going through and we're all fighting the same battle and it's that psychological difference that really keeps people going because I've had several of my group members say I've tried doing this five or six times before and I always went back to my old habits but now that I have this group with me that's what's keeping me going and it kept me from stopping at the next hurdle I jumped over it this time rather than just giving up. So that's really, that's the core of what this is all about is the community.
0: So that was my interview with Zach Arnold. In part two, we're going to discuss Glee and Burn Notice. If you want to learn more about Fitness and Post, go to fitnessandpost.com. And you can always get us on Twitter. It's at AOTG Network on Facebook, facebook.com slash AOTG Network. Or, of course, on YouTube now, youtube.com slash AOTG dot, spelled out, com. And with that said, I'd like to thank Andre for cutting this episode. I'd like to thank uh, my producer, Lauren Woodcock. And of course, thanks to Zach Arnold. I'm Gordon Burkell. Thanks for listening.